Yo people, welcome to Conversations with Kenji. I'm Kenji Gori, professional footballer, mindset coach and founder of On The Ball. This podcast provides a platform for those in the football world to share their stories, perspectives and life on and off the pitch. Welcome back to Conversations with Kenji. Today we are joined with Eldero Alia. How are you, bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good. And you? Yeah, I'm very good, man. Happy to have you on here, man. Happy to have you on here. Thank you for having me, bro. (laughs) Thank you, bro. I'm a big believer in that we are more than just footballers. And for me, this guy right here is like, he's like, proves it for me. Like he's way more than just a footballer. He's an entrepreneur. He owns businesses, Baller, 433, and several other businesses too. But I think it's safe to say that you're a guy that, that loves life. You know, you're, like, you're a guy that loves the, the good life. And, um, and you, you don't have anything to hide, you know, and because we can see it on your social media and everything. So, so everybody, you know, has their, has their opinion on, on you and, and how you are. But who is the real Elgido Alia? Like, how do you see yourself? Uh, I'm a very open person. Um, honest. If I don't like you, I will tell you. If I like you, I will tell you. And yeah, I'm doing my own thing. I don't care what people think about me or uh, what they say about me. I do my own thing and I'm, uh, I left everybody in his own space. And if your energy is not good, I will not fuck with you. So mm-hmm. I'm an easy guy and, um, Relax, happy, and uh, try to enjoy life and hope and pray that my family and my friends, people who love me, will not love me. Everybody will stay stay healthy and keep going in life. Yeah, man, that's so good to hear. That even like like that, you don't really care what people what people say about you or what people think about you. I think in the football world, you know, people are easy to judge. You know, people yeah. are easy to have their opinion on other people. But when you come from a place of love and you come from a place of real, like that's what's like, that, that's when you're not going to start to care what the people think. And once you know who you really are, like that's like how I feel from you and the energy that you, you give me right now is like, you know who you are. And that's when, and that's when it's, um, that's the most important for me. And I can see that's what it is for you too. Yeah, yeah, that's that is uh, how I stand in life. You know, I I see a lot of things like uh, friends, fake friends, uh, mm-hmm. people. They do like they uh, mean it with you, and on the end, you're standing alone when when you need people. You don't mm-hmm. always need people for money or for uh, for uh, people. They uh, walk around you or they walk with you. When the good times, but also in the bad times, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times, what I what I was seeing and people was always telling me, I I, I always want to see the good things in people, mm-hmm. always. So my wife was always telling me, like, when you are outside and we're playing, I was playing in Hamburg or England, nobody come. My day when they see on my Instagram or Snapchat, they see I make the touchdown in Holland. And the telephone was ringing. Hey, where you are? This is, I come to you. This, blah, 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 blah. They want to hang around with you because 
they know you drive a nice car or you go to you go out because you cannot go out in 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 the where you're playing or something so you will enjoy your time in holland so they want to hang, hang around with you mm-hmm. in the last few years my wife uh yeah then then i you know it was like an eye opener for me for myself you know like you know i will stay with the guys who calling me when i'm in uh, outside of the country Mm-hmm. So that are the guys who I, I'm always with them, and the other people is like, yeah, okay, that's yes, good, bye bye, and that mm-hmm. was for me an eye opener, you know. And I don't want to believe it, but my wife was always telling me like, Ellie, Ellie, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, one day yeah, was uh, she said to me, you see, I told you, and from there on. Uh, I don't make the mistake anymore. Yeah, I think it's like also like when you're in the football world, like people are quickly to jump on onto you because you know you have the money, like you said, you have the cars, and you have the things that that they kind of um, they kind of want. So they will jump on you because because of that. Like, how did you actually deal with that? Because as you said, like it was only a couple of years ago that you I kind of woke up to it. You know, but how was it before that? You know, like how was how was the life then before that? Did you have a lot of fake friends, for example? Did you have a lot of people like dragging you ways that you didn't really want to go, for example, and you kind of went there because you know? You don't know. No, it is not like that. It's not because uh, they was important for me or I was important for them. It was mm-hmm. like uh, I don't want to see it because I know the people for a long time, mm-hmm. and. If I know the people for a long time, I was always thinking they are real. So my wife was telling me, like, Ellie, no, no, don't go. Stay, stay with your really, you know, your friends. Yeah, that are my real friends. You know, I know them from when I was 16, 17 years old. And on the end, you can see, you know, and you try to help people and people, uh, they turn the, ba- turn, your, turn the back on you. And like, uh, People, you, you don't expect it from people. Mm-hmm. And then on the end, it's like, uh, I don't know how to say it. You like see them for who they really are. Yeah, you, you can, because you have more life experience and you're going to, uh, you're going to see what, uh, if you, you start to think more about life. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, get more life you. experience and and the small things, not the 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 the, the favors what people do doing for you, but the things what they're doing for you without you ask them something. Asking them, do yeah, yeah, I hate. That is I more. I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that more than that the people uh, they running they running for you like hey, Ellie, look what I food did for you. Or Ellie, uh, mm. uh, I, I did to do like this for you. Or, uh, you know they want to. I hear you want fully. To say, they like, want to impress they, you. They want yeah, to impress yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, most yeah. More, now what I see like the people like uh, like friends coming here and uh, they say to me they ask me hey, uh, you need something uh, or they even don't call me anymore they call my wife like you need something or uh, yeah or yeah something. yeah the little things and I that's the kind of people that you want around you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's so important to have the right people around you to, to also that are there for the right reasons. You know, friend, people mistake friends for acquaintances and in the football world, especially because like people will be friends with somebody because of what they're wearing, for example, and what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. But they're not even not even friends with people because of who they really are. Yeah, it's just like that. You know, what I mean, and it's so and, and like you're saying, what you're saying right now makes so much sense to me, and I can see it in my own life, and I'm sure that the the listeners can also um, see it in their own life right now, also. But when, but a topic that I'm always so interested in is is pressure, like, and it's something that really stood out to me when I was looking into you, you know, when you look, I looked at a couple of interviews and stuff like that. And you said that you, you don't really feel pressure. Yeah. Like people, people always, have you always that. felt, but have you always felt that way? Or is that something that came? No, I, I swear people always think, yeah, this guy's arrogant. Uh, he, mm. He's bluffing or something. I swear if I feel pressure, I cannot play. I cannot even wear my shoes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, always on. Like when I was 16, I was, hey, I want to show my guys from the hood where I come from, what I can, what I can do, what I can do on the field. And sometimes, okay, it, it is not pressure. It was overreacting. I want to show too much things. What it, It's not me, but I want to show them that I can make like, uh, I can kill, I can... Yeah, 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 on the field or something. Mm How -hmm. you get older, you get you getting older, and then you start to know this is my quality. Mm -hmm. like, play like play and show your quality what you have. Don't do stupid yeah. things what you not can do. Mm -hmm. And from when I was sixteen, I always say, uh, I don't care when I'm on the field. I want to, I want to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And how older I get now. It is like, uh, it, 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 a lot of times it's also, uh, it have to make with your trainer or something. You can always say like, uh, you, you cannot always say like, yeah, because of the trainer, I don't play good. He let me play like this or he play, let wow. me play like this. One thing I can say to you, one, one thing what I can say to you is like the trainer is 50% or 60% what you show on the field. If you have a trainer, okay, he let you play, but you don't have trust in you. So you know already, if I make a mistake in the first half, two, I lose two, three balls, you will change me in, 60, in the 60 minutes. If you have a trainer, like, oh, I have faith in Ellie, I trust him, I know what he can, I know, let him, I let him play 90 minutes, one moment, pop, you give an assist or you make a goal. If you, if you go on the field with, with that uh, kind of energy, what the trainer gives you, you play already 60, 70% you play better than you play on the field and the train, and you know already in your head, oh shit, if I make an action now and it don't go, the trainer, the trainer will change me. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it's like, Okay, every trainer is different. They can say to you, yes, you're my guy. I want you to this club and this and that. But I see in my career, the trainers who give me the trust, I play my best seasons. Okay. And that is what I 
what I want to say. That's, re- that's really interesting. Like, I find that so interesting. I was speaking to my, my dad about this before, and we were speaking about, like, uh, about coaches, for example. And we were speaking about coaches. Can a coach really make you or break you? And, and, and in my head, like I used to think like that coaches can really make or break a player, but then I start to really understand and really think about it, but you can only let a coach break you if you let him, because if you continue to be your best every single day and you continue to do your best every single day and give your all every single day, even if this coach don't see it. The next coach will see it. Or eventually, this coach will see it. Yeah. And your opportunity will come. Like, that, I'm such a big believer in that. And that's kind of how, when you were saying it, like, it's, it was interesting how you said it because you play your best football when the coach puts faith in you. Yeah. But sometimes people put, play their best football when there's more pressure on them, as in, if they see... Uh, the guy in their position warming up, they're like, hey, I need to step it up. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go score. Go-. Like people play better then. So you are kind of the player that, that the coach needs to put pressure on you. Whereas I've seen other players like um, in my teams in the past where they needed that extra, you know, the extra um, yeah. competition sort of thing to make them step up. Yeah. Me, me, me. By me, it's almost the same, but I don't like that kind of pressure. It is for mm-hmm. me. It's not. It's not pressure or something. It's like, okay, like okay. I I talk now about Basaksi. When we mm-hmm. win, when we win, the coach is like, okay, good. Start to talk with you, hand on uh, on your shoulder. This is the bubble. When we play two two or three D or something like a draw game, you don't even look you in the eyes, bro. Mm-hmm. Then I'm then I'm like, you're a human being or you're a machine or something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, when we win, yeah. you can knock your hand over me and say, hey, you're making jokes. But when we lose or we play draw, you cannot even say, hey. So I run for you. I work very hard for you and for myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm straight. So when we win, don't come to me and knock a hand on, on my shoulder and be happy with me, like, hey. And <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's most of the, 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 the moments that, the, the, that, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm too real for that. I cannot do fake. I and then it. most of times, the trainer, pop. But how, but how, do you actually hand, how do you actually handle that, though? Because that's big. Like, you're winning, the coach is like, hey, Ellie, good, sick, bro. You were lit today. Well done. And then when you lose, the guy's not even looking. How do you actually handle that? I, I see. I see him like a ghost, bro. I, I, I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot hang around with fake people. I don't care. Oh, you're my trainer. You're my friend. Or you're my, uh, my father or something, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're fake, you're fake. But what if he's, that's his truth, though? Yeah, then it's that his thing. Then don't come in my zone. I don't like your energy. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Then you see it like business, then we see it like business. Okay, you let me play, I play. If you don't let me play, I will not play. Yeah, I have to accept. Mm-hmm. My, if, if you are like this, you are like this. Because okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Football is hard work, bro. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's and really now, hard. like, you know, like, you're coming kind of to the end of your career. So you're looking back at your career, right? Yeah, you're looking yeah. back at your career and you're thinking, hey, and, is and, there like it's a specific moment that you think, I should have done it. I should have done it a bit different there. Or if I handled that situation a little bit different, it would be different. You know what I mean? Is there a situation that you think, mm, to be honest, I could have done that? I always, people ask me that a lot of times, but most of the time I'll, I'm too proud to say <laughs> no. But in the back of my head, I was like, I always want my wife, my wife know it because she was the only one who saw me in, in Italy when I was playing in Juventus. Bro, that was the that was so hard for me because I was coming I coming from uh Haswell. Now I break my ankle. I go to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I play in the World Cup. I play the World Cup final. I play my games. I show everybody what I what I'm ability able no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capability. Capability. Capability on what I what what my potential was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juventus had faith in me. They they signed me for five years. Uh, I still had a contract for four years after the, the first year. And I go because I was not even sitting on the bench. I was sitting on the tribune. Then I was playing from six weeks out of the uh, team. I played my first game, uh, good game. And then, bam, I was six months again. Uh, I was with a baby, uh, my wife. Every, every day I come at home and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. They break in my house and everything. And I was like, what the hell? Why I come here? Mm-hmm. I asked Beth for a like, uh, can I, uh, what, 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 do, what will I do? Can I go to Galatasaray? They want me, Beth. They want to pay maybe 20 to 30 million to Haswell and he said to me, no, if you go to the Turkish league, uh, I will think it's so not good. Uh, and Juventus? Yes, you can go. To, I think it will be better for you if you go to Juventus. I go to Juventus. But now I see, if you want to go to a club like that, they have potential to play every year Champions League and to come in the final. It's better to go with a big baggage on your back, like, you are a player like Robin van Persie or mm-hmm. uh, uh, you say? established player, already like somebody that's established. Yeah, then mm-hmm. it is better to go there than a player, a young talent, and they don't need you really on that position. So if you do it one or two, three, four games, maybe you maybe you do it good. Okay, they will let you play. Mm-hmm. But if you are a player, they, you have to still make name for yourself. It's better to make the step between and mm-hmm. then go poof. But I make the step top and go poof. You know, and a lot of things, a lot of times I think like I still had to make the little step and then yeah. the step. Then it was it's the first the first name that comes to my mind like that is is uh Vinaldum. Yes. Like he, he kind of like came, he yeah. made like the step and then he made the step. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And now that's like how you're saying it is like somewhat, that's a good example for you to, um, in that situation, what you're saying. Just before we move further into this episode, I want to ask you, do you feel like you are currently getting the most out of your life? Not just talking on the pitch here. I believe that life is all about growing in all areas. And to guide you in your growth, I've developed the On The Ball Mindset Planner. A planner to support athletes in finding out who they really are, beyond the pitch. This planner will get you thinking ahead while staying in the present. By its life assessments, daily goal settings and journal prompts and so much more. To get yours now, go to ontheballmindset.com. The content in this planner really did change my life. And my hope is that it changes yours too. But even your time at Juventus, yeah? So you went to Juventus, top, you know, you potential, you played in the World Cup, you go there with the big dogs. Like, how did that feel? You know, you're coming from, as a young boy, you're going into a big, big guy's changing room. You know what I mean? That, that <laughs> big characters yeah. in. You know what it was like in Holland, in the national team? I can do it. I, I play already with them. I start already in the 11, you know? And uh, uh, I know I had the quality to, to play with the players, uh, position games, uh, six against six. And, you know, to, to handle situations in the training, like if you play position, you, you, you play easy with them, you know? And they play the ball to you. I see also mm-hmm. a lot of players come to the national team and uh, like Snyder, you know, you don't play the ball to him because you know he will not get the ball back. Gonna and, get it back. <laughs> and they lose the ball, you know, and then he was like, ah. And to me, he was playing. He come to my side to play with me. So I know already, I have the quality to handle situations on a high level. So when I go to Juventus, I was do, trained in like the national team. Every, every training was like a final. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I trained like that, you know, I was handling, poof, training, uh, position game, everything. But I would, I never get a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. They say to me, okay, you have to learn I- I- Italian. Uh, you have to talk more with the Italian guys. Uh, everything they say to me, I was like, huh? all the excuses, all, all the excuses. I was like, huh? I don't know. And now I see it, you know, and I was like, I was too young. I was too young. But even, but even this, like on the pitch, you know, it wasn't, it was, you were treating it as finals, you know, it was going well. But then how did you, how did you manage that outside of the pitch? You know, you went home, you're in a different city. I don't, it was, your, your wife was there. You said you had a kid on the way. Like, how was your life outside of, outside of that? No, I never take my football stuff at home. You know, when I am fucked up on football. And, mm-hmm. and home, I separate. But that's the, that's true, bro. Like I used to like, for example, at Swansea, for example, you know, like yeah. I wasn't playing and it got to a point where I was like coming home and I was taking it out on Bella. I was taking it out on my parents. I was taking it out on, on my brothers. I was coming in, I was coming home angry. I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know, like that's how I kind of, that's how I kind of was. And it got to a point where I realized like, why am I taking it out on the people closest to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I started to, like you said, you had your, your PlayStation. I started to get um, justification from other things. So I started to go gamble. I started to go, to go out. I started to drink alcohol a lot. And that's kind of, that's, kind of th- that's how I distracted myself from how I really felt. So that's why I was just so 
interested to see how you dealt with that because I dealt it in this way. You know what I mean? So I kind of wanted to know how you dealt with that. So that's why like now, but now the way I am now, it's like I'm so much more conscious of who I am, like what, what I am, and I'm trying to live a life to, to, to who I am. You know what I mean? And that's kind of when, you, when I'm coming from that place, it feels like so much more better. Like why am I coming home angry to, my, to Bella when she's my, she's my ultimate support? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how it, I kind it, of... That is a process, you know, everybody do its own process and everybody, people do worse things in life, bro. About mm-hmm. about things they love, football is one thing you mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we can understand it because we're getting older. You start to think farther than football, and mm-hmm. I do that already. When I was when I was twenty one, twenty twenty two, I was thinking already. And that's about what I wanted to go into. Like, were you always this businessman? Were you always like a guy that was thinking about his life after football? Because you are way more than a football player. I was, I think that Reggie Blinker uh, put it in my head mm-hmm. when he come with life after football and I take it really, really serious. I was like, wow. what I'm going to do when I stop playing football or what I want to do. And the first thing was like, I don't want to work for somebody. I want to be my own boss. I want to make mm-hmm. my own money. And I want to do what I want to do. And I want to, okay, maybe, okay, I will have, I want to have the lifestyle, what I have now. I want to have it also mm-hmm. when I finish football. And mm-hmm. that's the most of, most of the things are the, that the players, they go under. You know, they want to have the same lifestyle, what they have when they are football players. So I was building for myself already something that I'm, uh, that I, that I want to have something for myself that I know, like, I will make more money with, with that than I did with football. Mm-hmm. No, that's and big. God, God's with me. <laughs> yeah, man. That, no, but that is like so big because like for me, I never thought about that. Like that wasn't even a thought process of mine. I was like, I just want to be the best footballer that I can be. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the next training session, the next move that I want to get, the next. That's when I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about my life after football and like looking at you and looking at your life like how you knew that from an early age and what you have set up for your life after football is like is massive like people aren't even thinking about these things like people are just living their life right now and they're living and they're just like yeah i'll see what i do after football and it comes after football like you said they have problems (laughs) they don't know how to live up to the lifestyle that they created in their life and, and it's and it's big and it's big it's a big thing you know and people underestimate a lot of things in football they think football is nice you play football you have good life you have one training session maybe two sessions in a week two times one day bro this it's a lot you have to sacrifice everything i sacrificed mm-hmm. a lot of things when i was 16 from mm-hmm. from 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 my youth till 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 now, and friends they go out and they go there, they go there, they can move free, mm-hmm. and you sacrifice everything, and you can buy everything what you want, 
you can do everything what you want you can have everything what you want but when some somebody close to you get sick what you can do then you can do nothing you can only you can only pray ask god please uh can he be can 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 my family or my friend can he be healthy and we can go live our life and that's it so for me it's like i want to enjoy life and mm. stay stay fit stay healthy and that my kids make a good education at school and yeah the rest yeah Nah, it's so good to hear and it's refreshing to hear also like it's it's so good that how you thought about it from so young like it's amazing like even with what i'm doing now it's like like i realized that football is only just a part of me football is is like i'm more than just just a footballer and now i've really realized that football is my dream but what i'm doing with my on the ball is my purpose and now i'm realizing that that there's life is so much bigger life is so much bigger than just football not to say that i'm not giving my all to football not to say that i'm not giving my best to football because i want to give my dream everything i got but just to let the people know that you need to figure out what your purpose is in life because it's going to come to a point where football comes to an end yeah and and you know what it is and most of the times if you're doing football and yeah that's what one thing what i want to say also to you but i lost it in the conversation it's like and i love also music i love mm-hmm. fashion i love mm-hmm. fashion and i did i do it my whole life but nobody know it because i bring nothing out but now how i bring things out the people say yes but he's not serious with football anymore he's not serious with this anymore how they can look in my brain so what i want to give the youth the people what come after me who play football and who love music who love fashion do your own thing do what you like do what you love mm-hmm. if the club come to you and they say to you or the people who have to give you a chance or something hey ellie it is better for you not to show your things but do your own thing Okay, I can accept it. But when people on the TV going to say like, "Hey Ellie, you you don't play serious football anymore or you don't play it with your heart anymore because you're doing football, you do fashion or you do people uh, things on Instagram or that or that." Yeah. You know? It's true. You know, but you know what I realized about that? That only ever gets spoken about if you have a bad game. Yeah. Because when you are playing well, <laughs> they're not going to speak about that but they're going to find an excuse oh he's not focused on football that's why he's not playing bad look look at him he's showing off his gucci louis vuitton like it's just it's just for people's opinion and that's what and that's what you need to have you need to have real like i, I don't know how to say it, but you need to have real balls you need yeah. to have real like personality to kind of handle that sort of pressure because like when things aren't going well they're the first to jump on you when the when the th- when the things happen and because of that i always do my own thing i don't care okay it goes it don't go it don't go good maybe or you you have a bad period accept say what mm-hmm. you want to say if you are happy with it say what you want to say if you mm-hmm. try to kill me or 
you you think you're happy with it you go home and you say something bad about me on tv if you're happy with it do your thing mm-hmm. karma will get you yeah i don't yeah. try to help people i try to to make to 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 make uh, people people happy yeah and that that's it that's the only thing what i want to do but how did you you know like for example you had a bad game yeah and you're not in good form you're not really in good form and and you're like how how did you get yourself out of that form how did you deal with not playing your best uh i i had one period i think in final we lose eight nine games after each other we don't win or we play draw i was thinking i cannot play football we was i say to the guys kick the ball the 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 central defender kick the ball front and we run after the ball and we bro i was i was i was losing it i was losing it even in training i was shooting balls like animal like and then i i don't know man i was sleeping and i hear like ellie if you shoot the ball one time one time uh, hard again and you have to do 50 push-ups something in my head said like this was my old trainer he always said to me like if you shoot the ball over or you shoot the ball 10 meter uh, uh white white you have to do push-ups and from, mm-hmm. from then on i was to, to shoot relax and uh, you know uh, yeah 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 with control with control control yeah and uh, he always said to me ellie uh, if I was playing shit, basic, basic, you know, basic, go back to the basic. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know what? Now I'm one of the oldest player, go back to the basic and play your own thing, play, do your own thing on the field, work hard. And from working hard, you can come back in your rhythm and everything. Rhythm. Yeah. And that was one period in my career that I was like, okay, that really helped me. it's really mad because we all experience that time you know we think oh shit like the the fans are gonna kill me the the this you know what i mean you're thinking if i i don't even want the ball right now bro like <laughs> i want to say i, want to I, was, the ball. Bro, I was making the the action you know and then i start to run i even don't look back, you know like and when the ball comes the ball go over me i was like oh sorry bro sorry sorry i was like bro <laughs> bro, no, bro. it's so true but it yeah. all comes down to you just working hard. Like that's all you can do when, it, when you're in that situation, just turn around, work hard, like give everything you got. Because it, like, when, I look, like, when I look at the people like that don't even play well every week, but they work hard, you know, they get away with it. Yeah. They get away with it. Bro. So I realized, like, bro, <laughs> I've bro, just got to work like, hard. Like, like, like Derek, bro. Sometimes he was playing shit, bro. He was, he was not even the ball come to to some players, you know. Forty five minutes long, every ball you play, he lose the ball or something. Bro, but he was making one sprint. He take the ball, prop. He give the ball like uh, he shoot the ball in front of the goal. Boom! The ball go inside. Boom! On the end of the uh, next day, it was like in the paper, newspaper. They were kind eight. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Bro, and that was for me like he show always, bro, that he want to go hundred percent, even in the wow. training. Bro, he was not fast anymore or something, but he show always like, bro, with his head down and he 
block some people, bam, bam, and then you score. I was like, huh? And then I started to think more about, you know, like you can have talent. Some people don't have talent, but with the 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 the, the work ethic, what he had, hard work, you can do 80% of your career. You can you can do it easy. I have one like question that I've been thinking about. You know, like when when obviously I like um, when I think you know Elgin or Elias skills skills everything good potential World Cup like Southampton. I followed you there, like you always had some mad potential but do you feel like you fulfilled your potential no 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 sometimes sometimes in, in football it's like you have to be in the wrong in the in the uh, you want to say right moment at the right at the time wrong, at the right time yeah like look mm -hmm. i was in the national team yeah it was the top the top the top national team like top i was in twenty. The only thing what I can do from 20 on, from 20, I can only go to outside of the country because they will not sell me to Feyenoord. They will not sell me to mm. Ajax. They will not True. sell me to PSV because there was mm. like, 20 was better than the, than the clubs. Mm. And before, if you was playing in 20, you go automatically, you go to Ajax. You go automatically, you go to Feyenoord or to PSV. Yeah. yeah. And everything in my situation was like in 20. I had to go outside of the country. I was not prepared to go outside of the country because I want to go to Ajax. I, can, I cannot go to Ajax because, fine, uh, because Twente block everything. They say, you cannot go to, uh, to Ajax. I go away. National team. You had Van der Vaart, you had Snyder, you had Ip Afala, you had uh, Roba, you had everything. I, normally, the train, he has to let me play. Because I was showing everybody, if I was in the field, something happened. Mm -hmm. But there was too much quality. They did too much before me that I have, like, I had to, every time I had, like, I was the second, the second choice. So if somebody was playing, I was the second one. I was, mm -hmm. And if, I, if, if it was in the next game, okay, then he was not good. Then he put somebody else, and I was the second one who came inside. Always. Second one, yeah. I, I was the perfect second one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was my whole, my whole career till I moved from Juventus, and yeah, then I started to play my games. But if I, if I was honest, if I make the step from Ajax, then I was already in a big, big club. And then from Ajax on, you go to a step, like the step what I told you about Wijnaldum then, a step, mm -hmm. you play already in a big club, you go in a different country, and then you make the next step. I think, I think then I, th I can take my, all my potential, what I had, and the perfect steps, and making name, I think that was better for me, but. Yeah, no, I hear, I hear you with that. But also, like, like you say, like everything kind of, happens for a reason and you experienced all the things that you experienced also for a reason it's made you yeah. who you are right now so yeah. so i think i think it's i think all your experiences have led you to this point and now you are like uh with your family a lot and i see and i see you know on your instagram you are with your family a lot then you know it, it means a lot to you and that's something what people 
people look up to also you know they look up to they look up to you because you're a guy that that's not just a footballer you have uh, your your businesses but what is what is one thing that you would um no no let me ask you this one if you could go back to your 18 year old self with the things that you know now and everything that you've been through what would you tell yourself i will i, will, I think i will do the same because i always want to see the good things in people always even when they have bad uh, but, uh, but, but I mean, but I mean, like, what would you tell yourself? So, with everything you know now, you're now 33, all your experience in your life. What would you tell yourself, your 18 year old self? Yeah, I will. I I work my whole career. I work hard because I know for myself I work hard, and my generation is almost gone. <laughs> I I'm the only one. From 80, 87, who was, play, was playing on the highest level. I'm the mm. only one. Yeah. Only, yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> no, it's big. it's big. I know I, I work I work my whole career hard, but when I was 18, I worked harder than I was working when I was 18 that time. No, that's big. So everyone that's 18, make sure you work hard, give you everything because... You know, obviously football is a short career and you have to really give your all to it because nothing in this world gets given to you. You have to work for everything that you, that you, that you have. Yeah. So like his story, I'm sure you've learned a lot from, from Eldero. Now we spoke also. And also I want to thank you for coming on and also being vulnerable and sharing your experiences and your, your things that you've learned in your football career. And I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, bro. Yo, it's Kenji. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I want to keep this conversation going. So please send me a DM on Instagram with any thoughts, takeaways and any questions.